Hey, Dylan Kelly here, host of the Wave Break Podcast. Excited to get into this episode, but first, here's a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Wave Break Podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the growth marketing platform most recommended by other business leaders. Listen, in uncertain times, you need to be supporting your community and growing relationships with your customers. It's going to be appreciated. It's going to be remembered. It's going to be shared. And in good times and bad, this type of communication that's open and empathetic with your customers is key. This is a key theme that we've been talking about at Waybreak. I've been preaching this on the podcast. And when you're communicating with your customers in this way, the best way to do this is with email. It is and always will be one of the best channels for delivering communication like this. And what I love about Klaviyo is that email is one of its core offerings. And their personalization that you can do inside Klaviyo is just, it can't be beat. And when you leverage that personalization driven by a 360 degree view of the customer, these emails are going to feel more relevant and they're going to drive even stronger relationships. And Klaviyo gets it. They're not just, you know, some company. They understand how challenging it is right now for every entrepreneur. You know, it was hard to get your business off the ground and navigating these times is even harder. And if you're feeling overwhelmed with growing your business, know that you're not alone. Klaviyo is here to help you build relationships across any distance for your brand and create memorable and meaningful email marketing moments that last a lifetime. And that's how you build a successful e-commerce brand. And this is why I love Klaviyo so much, because they're on the same page with me and Wavebreak. is like, we're not just about making more revenue. That's great. But what this is really about is an opportunity to create an amazing community with your customers. And the best way to do it is with email. And if you're not on Klaviyo, you got to get on Klaviyo. Visit klaviyo.com to schedule a free trial. That's K-L-A-V. IYO.com. You're listening to the Wavebreak Podcast, the show where I interview the people behind the fastest growing e commerce and direct to consumer brands. I'm your host, Dylan Kelly, founder and CEO at Wavebreak. Wavebreak is the email and CRM agency for high growth D2C brands. With ad costs rising, we help brands maximize lifetime value by building and optimizing world-class email and SMS marketing programs. You can learn more about partnering with us at wavebreak.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wavebreak Podcast, the marketing podcast for high-growth, direct-to-consumer brands. I'm your host, Dylan Kelly, founder and CEO of Wavebreak. We build and optimize best-in-class email and CRM programs for some of the fastest-growing brands in direct-to-consumer and e-commerce. And we're hitting that perfect time to where it's it's really a great time to start. That's 2022. If you're, you've been you know feeling the burn of Facebook ads and all these other channels getting more expensive, it's not that you have to like go overnight and stop spending on those channels, but you're definitely playing the hard game if you're not dialed into email and SMS at the highest level possible and you're leaving money on the table. It's just like trying to s- swim upstream. It's really difficult. And it's even harder to do if you don't have like the right motor or the right strength. And email and SMS will give you that strength to continue to grow despite the increased ad cost and competition. And it's a really great differentiator and moat. And you can learn more about our methodology by jumping on a call with us and like how we really help you strengthen your brand and maximize revenue through our methodology around email and SMS. And you can do that at wavebreak.com. Today on the show... I'm joined by Andrew Foreman, who is co-founder and CEO at Gives. That's G-I-V-Z.com. And what's interesting about Gives is they found that you can use donation incentives to replace discounts. 
So instead of giving a percent off, you can give a donation, which we'll talk more about in the episode, but you can see the same conversion and revenue bump that a discount typically drives. So a lot of different ways that you can apply this to your business that we cover and uh, too much to go into the intro, but without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Andrew. Really excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So quick, quick overview. What exactly is gifts for you've, you've kind of been making waves throughout the Shopify ecosystem. So some people have probably heard of you. Other people may have heard of you, not exactly know what gives is, or some people are like, I don't even know what gives is, but it's really cool. So um, yeah, tell <laughs> us well, what is gifts. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure we've, we've gotten everything from, oh, are you a roundup solution, et cetera, et cetera. No, none of that stuff. So so I think the best way to describe it is we see two huge trends happening in e-commerce these days. First is that brands are trying to get away from discounts as much as possible. They recognize that it brings in the lowest lifetime value customers, and ultimately it's a race to the bottom. How do we get off that train, but still increase sales? That's question one. Trend one. Trend two is our customers really care about something. The question is what do they care about and how do we authentically and genuinely say we stand behind you and we care about that as well. That's a tall order, especially when you have hundreds of thousands or millions of customers that all care about different things and they care about it more and more in this day and age. So that's trend two. You know, how do you weave in social impact in a genuine and authentic way? And Gives sits at the nexus of those two trends, allowing brands to convert discounts into donations and run donation-based incentives that perform better oftentimes than, than, uh, than coupon based incentives. And that's the, that's the exciting part. So that manifests itself in something like, you know, spend a hundred bucks, get $20 to give to a charity of your choice that will actually perform better than spend a hundred bucks, get $20 off. That's crazy. So you don't even have to give a discount to get that like bump in conversion and revenue. That's, that's right. Uh, you don't have to give the discount now. Of course, this varies brand by brand. If there's a brand that's consistently giving discounts and they're already in this race to the bottom, we can help them peel that back. So instead of saying something like 20% off every single order, you could say 10% off plus 10% to give to the charity of your choice. And now just in people's minds, in their subconscious, they're paying 90% of retail value instead of 80%. And you're starting to work them back. We saw a lot of that, you know, around Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday, where you can add the discount plus the donation incentive. So you can do that. But for an everyday standing offer, you can really get away from discounts and say, you know, spend over a certain spend threshold and we'll give you money to get to a charity. Yeah, super cool. And so what brands typically do is they just kind of like lump the donations all together. So whether it's like brand wide, like, hey, we donate 10% of all sales across the board forever to XYZ foundation to help, you know, XYZ animal or whatever, or, you know, it's, it's X awareness month. What, you know, we'll donate to X charity. Like that's the typical route. What's yeah. Tell me about that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So that is the typical route. And, and I think the biggest piece there is that one, the chances of you picking a cause that resonates to the core of, of each of your consumers is just very, very low. I think you'd be lucky to hit five, three, 2% of your customers really where they truly care about that particular charity. That's the first thing. Second thing is that consumers, and we've talked to a lot of them, you know, they're, they're a bit skeptical about, okay, so 10% of sales is going to this or 10% of profits is even more like vague. (laughs) Are you guys profitable? Um, What is happening? But, you know, there's, there's a whole ethos around this giving piece and, and, and 
being transparent is super, super important. And so when you're saying, all right, 1% of sales, 10% of sales are going to this one charity, are you just going to donate some amount to that charity, no matter what, and we're going to buy and 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 you're going to donate to that charity, regardless of what I'm doing. I think there's a big, big movement around that. And I think those are the biggest things. I think there's, there's, there's also something around commercial co-venture agreements. And so if you are going to say 10% of sales go to this specific charity, during this specific time frame, and you're calling out that charity and using their logo in your in your promotional materials, do check out commercial co venture agreements because that that's something that you could be under uh, under spotlight there and and not want to have to deal with all that all that filing of paperwork. I feel like most up and coming direct consumer brands who are doing that like aren't doing that. <laughs> they they, they yeah. barely have time to do anything, let alone like set up a real co venture agreement with the charity. That's that's right, and and setting up those co-venture agreements is just brutal. From interacting with everybody that you need to need to get all the paperwork signed from, to filing it with all the different states, and and there are real if if you get slapped on the wrist, those are real repercussions that that come from that. Like returning every piece of <laughs> every piece of uh, goods that were that were sold, and and reimbursing everybody, it can get it can get pretty ugly. Um, so be careful. Yeah, for sure. And so yeah, talk to me about like you know, everybody's trying to do a couple things, like you said, like rely less on discounts, but also like drive more revenue. And especially as like the COVID boom of e-commerce sales has started to like trickle yeah. down, like more and more brands and online retailers have resorted to like pulling that discount lever to bu- drive that increase in conversion, increase in yep. sales, you know, not quite an increase in profit, but um, yeah, your, your strategy is like, you know, instead of, giving a percent off, donate a percent or similar. And what's that impact on conversion? What have you seen there? I'm so curious the data that you guys have. Yeah, we've seen the the data keeps coming back pretty incredible, right? Like we we've we've tried a lot of different things. Um and and pretty much across the board, I can only think of one real like, you know, people love their 10% off their first order when you when you input your email. So if you're using a Clavio or a Postscript or or something like that to capture those emails, keep doing that. That that works really nicely, but 10% off that first email, people really like that. That was the one spot we ever lost, although I probably shouldn't talk about that. But the 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 rest of the time, you know, we go head to head with something. So I think the best example now that it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday, a brand last year tried 30% off. That was the A test. Sent an email. Folks said, use this code for 30% off. B test was use this code for 20% off plus 20% to give to a charity of your choice. They saw 58% more revenue coming from the 20% off plus 20% to give to charity than they did from the 30% off. And the craziest part of the whole thing is that the people that used, so they they got 58% more revenue, 58% better conversion. Uh, so actually probably was more revenue than just 58% because they they actually were getting people to pay 80% of purchase price instead of 70% of purchase price. Um but it was 58% better conversion led to even more than 58% more revenue. And those people that actually used the 20% plus 20% off code, they didn't always act donate, didn't allocate the money. So 20 plus 20 doesn't equal 40 in this, in this sense, about a quarter of the people actually donated the money after, after they purchased. So the, the brand got conversion, like it was 40% off, but actually, Actually, only incurred costs like it was twenty five percent off. So it actually had more conversion and less cost compared to the thirty percent discount. And and you can extrapolate that over 
you know, a bunch of the things that that we do. I, I was like, hey, are you guys going to run that same A-B test this year? Because we'd love to get another great case study out of that. And they were like, no, we're just going to do the 20% off plus 20% to give to charity. It was a no-brainer. <laughs> we're not going to run the A-B test again. And 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 that's that's what ends up happening. Yeah. And then uh, how, tactically, how does that work? So like I'm a customer, I yeah. get my Black Friday or, you know, my Giving Tuesday email, 20% off yeah. plus 20% donated. I go to check out standard Shopify. Like what's that process like? Yeah. So we add no clicks ahead of checkout. So people, so you market that to folks. We have a little PDP insert that says, Hey, you know, you're going to get 20% back to give to the charity of your choice. People enter their discount code in this case as totally normal. They see the 20% come off. And then after they make the purchase, they've already paid. They're now on the thank you confirmation page they now see the three charities that your brand really cares about. And so you're still standing for something and they can click one of those and say, yep, I want to send my additional 20% there. Or they can use the search bar and search from any of 250,000 different charities uh, that are enrolled in our, in our partner, uh, the PayPal giving fund. Um, if, if, if the charity is enrolled in the PayPal giving fund, they're, they're, show, they're showing up on that list. And then where's that money coming from then when I click, you know, I want this charity. yes. Like that's because like you say, only like 20, sometimes only a quarter of it's redeemed. So is that, is it yes. not redeemed because they just drop off because it's post-purchase? They're like, oh, I'm done. And then they're like back to Facebook or. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So what we're seeing from a consumer psychology perspective is that this is moving the needle on the front end. People are enticed by wanting to do good. And then there's a little bit of a lack of follow through on the, um, on the back end, because what we end up doing is not only does it show up right on the confirmation thank you page and yes sometimes they're clicking away they've already shopped they, they've hit submit they're not waiting for that page to load they're going straight to facebook and and, and on to the next thing or instagram but we do send them a reminder emails now and so uh 24 hours later they'll get a reminder email and then 11 days later we'll say hey you know this is expiring in 72 hours you have a free 20 dollars to give to a charity of your choice just click here um and and still we you know at that point we feel like we've we've, we've pinged them enough. We don't want to, you know, annoy them. Uh, and so that at that point you can say, Hey, this person didn't really, didn't really want to want to do it. And so you don't have to pay for, for, for that person, which is, which is the nice piece. And you can actually, the way we frame it is that you can reward the people that actually do follow through. So if you can afford 25% off, then 20 plus 20 is where you want to be. If you can afford 30% off and that's what you want to do, then you could do 20% plus 30% to give to the charity of your choice, right? And uh, and it'll net yeah. down to 30 all in. And then how's payment work for the brands? Like, so it's like 30 days after or is it instant or like yeah, you set no. up your Amex to connect to it or what's that like? Great question. So at the end of every month, you you first of all, it's, it's uh, real-time reporting. So within the Shopify app side of things, you have a dashboard, you can see all the orders that were qualified, whether that person has redeemed it, and if they've sent it to a charity, which charity they've sent it to. We also have, you know, summary tables where you can see all the charities that you've supported. So a lot of our brands, you know, they've supported hundreds, they'll support hundreds of charities just in, on Black Friday alone, right? Um, and they can see that. And, and on Cyber Monday, they could take that and put, make a social post about it and then, and then support a hundred new charities on cyber Monday. So, um, with that at the end of every month, so on November 30th, coming up here at, uh, on December 1st, you'll get a donation statement, uh, or, or an invoice, I guess, but we call it a donation statement where it, sh it shows you, Hey, you've donated 
$10,000 to 500 different charities, but you just make the the one payment. You can put it on a credit card or on via ACH if we want to get some more money to the to the charities, but you can put it on a credit card at pulls or ACH and you pulls every single month from that point forward. So you just make one payment at the end of the month. We disperse it to all the different charities on our, on our side. Nice. And then when it comes to actually like running these promos, like obviously like giving Tuesday, probably the best possible day to run it. Uh, yep. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, a good one too. But like for your most, like brands who are using this most successfully to like drive new, like as a revenue driver, like how often are they yeah. running these promos? It's a great question. So what we found, and when I started this and when we initially launched, we were like, Hey, like, all right, pride month and Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Mother's Day, you know, we're going to hit all the promo days and months, right? Like this is what like breast cancer awareness month. This is where you should be, where you should be playing. We actually had brands say, you know what? I don't want to do this on like a one-off basis per se. I want to have something stable always on that, that speaks to, speaks to my brand. Now, if it can drive some KPIs for me, that would be great. So what we found the most interesting, the, the best performing for that matter, uh, clients that we have are now saying something to the extent of like spend one, one point, like 20% over AOV, right? They have this spend threshold. Let's increase average order value. If your average order value is 40, then say spend $50 and you'll get 5% to give to a charity of your choice. If your you know, average order value is 85, spend $100, get $20 to give to the charity of your choice. Something like that, that's always on. And they have a banner on their site. They talk about it in every you know third or fourth email that goes out. Don't forget when you spend over $100, you get $20 to give to a charity of your choice. And so this starts to build that culture. And, and it's something that they now... It's now part of their brand and they're generating donations here and there. Again, only a fourth of, of people are actually donating it. So spend a hundred, get 20 is only costing five. Um, and, and, and that'll, that'll, that'll grow a little bit, but you're getting engagement from those people. Those people are able to send 20 real dollars to the charity they care about, but then come mother's day, come earth day, come pride month. And then ultimately black Friday, cyber Monday. Now you can really, really push on these days. So actually I'd say from what we've seen so far, and we'll see Giving Tuesday to come, but uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday are really the best, the the absolute best days because now instead of giving 30% off or 40% off, you're doing 20% off plus 20% to give to a charity. It's converting like 40% off, but it's costing a fraction of that. And now a quick break for a quick word from our sponsor, Okendo. Okendo is the new standard in customer reviews for high growth Shopify brands. We use them with our clients and they work with over 4,000 of the fastest growing Shopify retailers like Skims, Nomad, and Buck Mason to help them leverage their most powerful asset, their customers. Okendo gives brands all the tools they need to capture and showcase customer-generated content like product reviews and ratings, photos and videos, and Q&A. Plus, they have an awesome integration with Klaviyo that makes it easy to do cool stuff like send review request emails and target shoppers based on review content. And now that it's that time of year again, when Black Friday and Cyber Monday are top of mind, Okendo is offering a 90-day free trial to help e-commerce brands ramp holiday conversion without having to worry about increased subscription costs. If you sign up before October 31st, you pay nothing until 2022. It's really a no-brainer to me, and don't worry, you won't be forced into any expensive annual contracts after your trial is up. They offer super affordable monthly subscriptions starting at $29. So you can make the most out of this holiday season with a little help from Okendo. 
Visit okendo.io and start your free trial today. That's O-K-E-N-D-O.io. Thanks, Okendo, for sponsoring the show. Yeah, that's great. And then are there certain customer types that this works on specifically and like maybe some that it doesn't? Like are there certain demographics of customers that this works really well on versus like others or what does that look like? I wish I wish I had a more pointed answer to this. I initially when we did our te- our first testing, we tested with luxury brands that were um, you know, non-essential for sure uh, and really targeting wealthier females from 40 to 55. That was what we thought would be like the perfect target audience. And so it was it was you know, luxury handbag company and 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 uh, and things and things like that. Those worked really well. Then I was really nervous when our when H&M came to us and said, "Hey, we want to run we want to run something with you guys." I was like, "This is not that is not the 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 audience that that I'm I I'm not sure if this is going to work. This is really, you know, millennials and and gen z really focused and they are not super wealthy per se uh, you know and it's not a luxury brand so how how is this going to how is this going to work but the results again they said spend $60 get $10 to give to the charity of your choice it performed as if they were giving a discount immaterially better which for me is still better but even if it's the same as a discount wild and when they got when people got the email that said, here's your $10 to give to a charity of your choice because they're not on Shopify. So we did it via email. Here's the $10 to give to the charity of your choice. That was the most opened and engaged with email that they've sent right ever <laughs> at that point. Wow. So um, that's, that's, that's super telling for them. And, and that's why it's interesting. Yeah, that's great. So it really pretty much works on like any customer demographic. I joke that it's anybody selling anything to anybody, but I, I, I do, we, we do see over and over again. So in apparel, it seems to work very well. Pet industry, extremely, extremely well. Wellness, you know, those, those and beauty, I'd say are, are the, the four main ones that we've, that we've seen hyper success with, but we really haven't come across an industry yet where this doesn't work. Yeah, that's awesome. And then what about like, I know we're starting to run out of time here, but like, let's talk about like, you know, I think like most of what we talked about is as a retention strategy, almost like traditionally emails are going out to, you know, existing customers, existing leads. But I know you've seen some things in using also just a lot of brands in general, right? You think of like the first direct consumer wave with like Bombas, like one for one or Tom's one for one, like huge customer acquisition driver for those companies. Are people using this to acquire new customers too? And like, what does that look like? Yeah. So most of that has been done on social media as that's where it seems like most of the acquisition is going on anyway. So obviously on organic posts, posting about this, but also the, I'd say influencers are super interesting when it comes to something like this, because this, if you are already using influencers in a positive way, or you want to look into using influencers in a positive way, influencers are, are, are more open to this type of deal, right? Where they're not just slinging 15% off coupon codes. You can give them a 10% off coupon code plus 10% to give to the charity of choice, gives the influencer the ability to talk about what they care about so that people can go buy the item, get the 10% and give it to the charity that the influencer cares about or that the person cares about. That becomes an interesting layer. But the most common way by far is is just you know Facebook ads um, or or Instagram ads that have you know the same copy it's your best best performing ad just add a sentence at the end that says buy now and get 10 percent to give to a charity and 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 watch the results wow amazing so it's like i love the influencer angle too because like 
you know, as Facebook ads are getting more and more expensive and also less predictable, everybody's looking for the next place to put their acquisition dollars. And it's like a lot of brands are starting to go back to influencer, but it's like all the same old, same old. And for the influencer to be able to kind of flex and be like, Hey guys, like limited time only you get 10% off plus you can donate 10% of the order value to XYZ charity, blah, blah, blah. Like they look great. Yeah. That's any what any charity you want, about. right? Like it's like it's like they can say to any charity you want. So if you have a charity you care about, these are awesome XYZ products, right? And you can buy it and support any charity you want. By the way, what I care about as an influence, like, you know, here's the charity that I really care about. So go give it to that charity if you don't have one that you really care about, right? Like I think that's just super authentic and compelling. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's great. And then for Facebook ads, it's just like, like you said, it's easy. It's just the normal Facebook ad. And is that converting better for brands or like yeah. where they typically see results rise on the acquisition side? That's, that's the craziest part, right? Like we, we've tested a whole bunch of stuff. Hey, should you make your imagery more giving centric? Nope. Just use the same, use your best performing ads, add the, you know, the context at the end. Uh, and you, and you see, and you see, um, conversion go up anywhere from five, 25%. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And what's the impact on site? Like do brands market this on site too? Yeah. So the more, the more you can thread the, the, the narrative through, you know, from ad to site and then on checkout and then, and then reminder emails. And and they're also getting reminded on email. They're seeing it on social. The more, the more you market it, the, the more effective it becomes, but on site, the, the typical things that we see, the, the most utilized item is the website banner. So a lot of folks are using that like for free shipping right now. We have a banner that you can drop in, but if you already have a banner that works for you, a lot of these banners now will rotate text. Just put the the offer that you have from uh, the, the gives incentive in into that banner. So you can say, hey, you know, if you spend over $50, you get free shipping. And if you spend over $85, you're going to get 5% to give to the charity of your choice, right? And those can be like the two that flip back and forth. That performs really well. Um, we've seen average order value increase anywhere from 10 to 35% in a matter of months, just from having a simple banner on your site. It's crazy on, on that side of things. But then uh, we've just built some features where you could have like, we're calling them floater buttons. I think we probably need to come up with a more technical term, but a floater that that goes on like the bottom left or bottom right or middle left or whatever of your screen where it says earn 5% for charity. And people are like, what? They click that and, and it opens up a little pop-up modal that says, you know, when you spend over $85, you get 5% to give to the charity of your choice. And and then people can just, you know, dismiss it or hit shop now, which just dismisses that, that, that little um, advertisement. And, and then we were seeing increased site conversion again, anywhere from immaterially better. So just, you know, one or 2% all the way through to like 20% site conversion increase. So it's, it's really, really interesting um, when it comes to marking this up. Yeah. Very cool. I know like in today's market, it's so competitive and like everybody's sort of trying to do more of the same, but uh, yeah, that's, what's really cool about, about gives and learning about its impact. Like, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's really a core strategy shift that you have to make. Also, it's not just installing an app, like you really got to do it. But like, it sounds like when you do implement across the entire customer journey from like, you know, the Facebook ad to on site to the email follow-ups, it can be a really powerful 
uh, revenue driver. Totally. Putting it, putting it into the drip campaign, right? Like the welcome campaign, the welcome series, somebody makes their first purchase with you. That might've been a qualifying purchase. It might not have been a qualifying purchase. They might've spent the 85 or they might not have, but regardless, their second welcome email after the founder intro or whatever it may be now is, you know, Hey, did you know that when you spend $85 with us, you get $10 to give to a charity choice and keep an eye out for, you know, specific push days because we'll drop that threshold down to nothing, right? And say 20% of all sales on certain days, you're going to get to give the charity choice, right? Like you work that in, it starts to become part of your brand. And the message is not like, hey, we care about this one charity and this one thing. Because that's, again, really hard to pinpoint and have it resonate with, with all of your customers. The whole thing is customer, it's personalized, personalized purpose. We care about what you care about. And, and that's a message that you can push out all day. That's, that's going to be interesting. Very cool. That's awesome. Well, hey, thanks so much for, for coming on the show. I know we're starting to run out of time here, but um, yeah, where can we go? Like, this sounds interesting. Where can we go to, you know, learn more about how to implement something like this or just learn more about gifts? Yeah. So our website is GIVZ.com. I realize we never, I always have to spell that. I should have spelled it up front, but it's GIVZ.com. And for anybody listening here, we will give you two months free at GIVZ.com slash wave break. Um, so if you go to gives.com slash wave break, you can uh, sign up there and, and we'll make sure that we get you two months free. Awesome. And then, yeah, so gives, gives.com, how'd you get the domain? Was that already available or did you have to buy it on the, the, the black secondary market, the black market? So that, I don't know if we have enough time for this story, but I will try to jam it in. It is pretty wild. So I noticed that it was a parked domain. I went on the whois database. For those of you that don't know, you can go to whois.com or whatever. I don't know if it's whois.com. I think it's like who.is. Yeah, yeah, who.is or something like that. Okay, so you can go there, find out who owns the domain. I emailed... Um, this woman incessantly for probably, I don't know, seven months until I, so I had bought gives.io because <laughs> that was available. <laughs> gives.com wasn't, I was in business school at the time and I emailed her, you know, for seven months. Then, then we went, then she finally emails me back. She just said, make your, make me your best offer, all caps, one email, one liner, make me your best offer. And I was like, no, come on. Like, like I've been emailing you forever. You're like a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a student. Like, Hey, like I, I would really like to tell you about what we're doing. Um, and, and this whole thing, it ultimately culminated in like, again, three more months, like 10 months of just like, talk, like you know, talking to this woman in one way, shape or form. And, uh, at the end of the day, she had a two hour, we had a two hour conversation on like a Tuesday wow. or Thursday morning, like 8am to 10am. My wife was like, who are you on the phone with? <laughs> and I was, uh, and, and ultimately she, I mean, better to be lucky than good. She, she ultimately gave us the domain for free. Wow. Um, and I owe her a lot. So Elizabeth, I'm, I'm still, I'm, we, we will, we will make it right at some point, but she, uh, she just wants me to pass it forward, which I, I, I hope we're doing. That's amazing. What a great story. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, long story. Like went for gives with an E in it.com. It was taken. <laughs> I got rid of the E after staring at it for five minutes and it just happened to be available. I figured no, it wasn't no. though, because it's only like, was that G I V Z four letters, four letter Pretty domains domain. are tough to, tough to come by. So I really owe, owe her uh, yeah. a lot amazing. early on. Yeah. We had early investors who were like, 
pay 25k for that thing you know like just get it get it done <laughs> elizabeth i was never gonna pay 25k if you're listening but I, <laughs> I i am so happy that you that you uh give it to us and she actually is an seo person that's why she had bought she was like four letter domain i'm gonna buy it and so oh, no she had way. forgotten that she had had it and uh and she actually even advised us on seo stuff for a little while so too far. no way it came full circle dude that's yeah. amazing that's a great story uh, i'm so glad we got to tell it on the show that's great super yeah. wholesome too nice well, uh, you guys got to see what the domain's about. It's uh, GIVZ.com. So go check it out. And uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on the show, Andrew. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Waybreak Podcast. If you're not subscribed on iTunes or Spotify, go hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you're not on our email list, go sign up at wavebreak.co slash join. You'll join other e-commerce leaders at brands like Skims, Cartier, and Walmart, and thousands more learning exactly what's working in e-commerce right now. You won't want to miss it. Sign up at wavebreak.co slash join. It's free. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Waybreak Podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.